0: To the best thing from podcast, uh, new style video edition. Obviously, if you're listening to this on audio, just hit skip a couple of times while I explain what's going on. If you are watching live, hi, you can see me. You can also see Sheepdog and editor Chris. You two say hello as well. Hello. 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 There they are. Uh, We're experimenting with YouTube's new podcast feature. Basically, you can now put videos that are podcasts, in a special podcast feed and have it tucked away on YouTube somewhere. So we figured, let's see how that works. We're doing the podcast attached to the Best Thing From series anyway. and um, It will still go out in the same way as normal on the audio feed, but if you want to be able to see us while we're doing it, then now you can on my YouTube channel. So there's that. And what you can see is because we're all podcasting professionals, we've all put... Podcasting hats on because I have noticed when I watch podcasts, they usually do wear hats. You made the so, one on,
1: didn't you? I was going to say yeah. there's a big, there's two doubts. You said we were trying something new. I thought you were going to reference the hats then, but also uh, I wanted to say that you have absolutely stitched me up here because we just did our other podcast and I spent most of that dealing with stuff on my phone, looking stuff up online, <laughs> just generally <laughs> just doing my weekly admin that I do while well, you're talking about games I've never heard of, and I can't do any of that now because we're sat on camera. No, exactly.
0: <laughs> really good. It also means at any point during the podcast. Chris can do this and just make some video from the uh, from the episode that we're talking about appear on screen as well, which is really clever and really cool. So, um, if you are new to the best thing from podcast, because you're on youtube this is basically the companion to the best thing from videos that we put out once a month so this is actually the fourth podcast episode if you want to go back and listen to the first three there's a link to that down in the description below Uh, but from now on assuming this works they will be in video form and this is the companion to the video that came out a couple of days ago here on the channel the best thing from liverpool where me and sheepdog Headed up to Liverpool, probably about a month or so now as we're recording this. It's been a while. Feels like ages, doesn't it? I think it's more than a month between us doing it and it actually hitting the YouTube channel. So we're recording this a couple of weeks in advance as well. But we went up to Liverpool. We spent a couple of days there. And now we're going to chat about what we got up to. We go into a little bit more depth on the podcast than we do in the videos. And just chat about what the best thing from the great city of Liverpool is. Spoilers! It's not the football team. Uh, like, was, just go get that in early.
1: I finally found the call sheet. It
0: took me that
1: time <coughs> to remind me. myself of what we did. We um, are professionals here, yeah, boys yes, and girls. Yes, I, I
0: promise you, we are professionals. We we do we have a professional call sheet after all. Um, we do. Which, it's very good. Yeah, I I just got a Google template, and that's what we use for that. But this, yeah, so I guess we'll go through the weekend in order and talk about what we got up to. So, I mean, for a start, this is the the furthest we've had to travel, and then get straight into a video. Certainly, driving. Obviously, we've had a couple that we've flown to, but even the flights were. Shorter than oh, the drive to Liverpool, yeah, God. <laughs> so <laughs> we, um... we, we got up at the crack of early o'clock. You were with me by like half seven in the morning, which means you had to get up yes, early. Early. early,
1: I'd sneak around the house and drive out. There was no one about. It was very bizarre driving around with no no one because on the it road. was a weekend
0: as well. It was a Saturday yeah. morning, nobody about. Stupid early, but it did. It, we were that early with a purpose because the the reason we were going to Liverpool was because I was doing a match day vlog for Liverpool's last home match of the season. So we knew that I had to get there for that. That was on the Saturday afternoon, so that was an immovable object on the schedule. I had to watch the football. But one of the other things we like to do when we go to these places is find the local delicacy, eat the local food, and the big thing that kept coming up was Scouse. Yeah, you and wanted to leave
1: early to get lunch. That's what I was going Yeah, you know, basically, gonna you I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm
0: sugarcoating that to make it seem like I'm not a glutton. But uh, you are, Scouse though. is the local food, and I googled where is the best place in Liverpool to get Scouse from, and it said Maggie May's Cafe. And um, it's not open on Sundays, so we couldn't go on a Sunday, and it closes Brilliant. at six o'clock, so I couldn't go after the football. So we had to get to Liverpool early enough to find this cafe so I could have a stew before noon, before I went to the football.
1: <laughs> I had a, what, a veggie burger with brown sauce because when she asked me if I wanted ketchup, I just inexplicably said no and then thought this is the driest burger i've ever seen yeah so while you're tucking into your nice moist stew i had to have a veggie burger that was just like sharp as anything and i mean it was nice but it was very sharp and i had to cover it in brown sauce to stop myself from getting hurt but i mean this (laughs) the stew
0: was weird so scouse is a lamb stew with chunky root vegetables in basically in quite a thick gravy. It's gloopy and it is really nice. Mm -hmm. It's a lamb and veg stew, but it's served with your choice of either pickled beetroot or pickled cabbage. So I went pickled cabbage because beetroot is the the devil's food um, and crusty bread. So she brought my crusty bread, my pickled cabbage, my bowl of stew, and then plonked a bottle of HP sauce down on the table. And I kind of looked at it. I I said to Sheepdog at the time, what, what, what do I do where with the sauce? Yeah. yeah, where does the sauce go? <laughs> the stew is already sauced. It is already wet. It's covered in <laughs> stew gravy. Am I putting this on the cabbage? Am I just dipping the... What I, so in the end, I just kind of splurged it all over the top and mixed it in a bit. But, you know, when I'm making a stew, I'll put a squirt sauce in it or some marmite or something to give it that umami. It feels like I did a, a step that the chef could have done putting the sauce in myself but it <laughs> guess,
1: was it was fine it was nice that's probably why she's the best one in liverpool because they let you sauce it yourself they don't make you uh, take the chef's portions of hp sauce
0: in it you know they let you yeah. just perhaps they're you know, showing off look we've got legit hp sauce yeah. this is a daddy's it's not this ph sauce yeah this is this is proper sauce they're, they're showing off how fancy their sauce is but i mean it was nice it was i think i said at the time on twitter that it Of all the local delicacies we've tried so far, I think this is probably the best one. It was better than the pasta in Italy. Um, It was better than, uh, what did we have in Barcelona? The paella and the tapas and stuff?
1: Yeah, paella and tapas, we've had here plenty. And while it was nice there, it's like, well, you've had it. Mm. And the same with the... um, It was certainly better than the the slop
0: in Swansea. (laughs) <laughs> what did we have in Swansea again I can't that even remember. mulchy green stuff oh god yeah, yeah the mulch oh god we licked that off a rock basically um, yeah, and so- the, the, sand, the sandy shellfish as well uh, that you didn't get the pleasure of no, but I got but- mulch and teeth sand it was horrible <laughs> I, I think, yeah, when you're considering
1: it like the, the stuff you had in Italy was was like mince meat out of a it was mince and pasta out of a can basically wasn't <laughs> they charged
0: it was canned, canned ravioli. From. I won't uh, um, I will never be convinced otherwise it was canned uh, ravioli.
1: Like you get bags of ravioli from Tesco's for two quid, you could boil it up. I, I must admit, when they put it down at the time, I remember thinking, Yeah, that looks like something that like Mrs. Sheepdog would have made us in ten minutes and and you know. <laughs> but this one this one, though, looking at it, I was like, this looks like an Irish shoe. This looks like the Irish stew. I mean, I guess that's make. probably
0: what it was. I mean, Liverpool's got a a big Irish contingent, isn't it? So I guess. But well, what's it's... the
1: difference then? Why why was it? Scouts. An
0: Ar- I don't know. Is an Irish stew lamb? Is I thought an Irish stew was beef. I mean, you, you're more of a
1: cook than I am. I wouldn't have even known what meat I was eating. A I think, <laughs> think an Irish stew
0: in. is beef and probably Guinness in. Whereas, <laughs> I mean, I've put I've put Guinness mm. in stews yeah, loads yeah, of times. No. So, okay, so I, I think imagine my dad was beef doing and that, Guinness. Cause... Whereas uh, Scouse was lamb and no Guinness, I guess I don't Carlsberg, know because they sponsor, yeah. sponsored. I mean, Liverpool if, you'd at have one just, point. if you'd have just served, if you'd have, if it had been on the menu as stew, a I wouldn't have ordered it. Cause who's ordering a stew in a restaurant? If I'd have, <laughs> if I'd have just been presented with a stew, I'd have been, yeah, it was a nice stew. I wouldn't have immediately thought, my word, this is the most unusual and different <laughs> stew I've ever experienced. But I mean, it was a nice stew. But it was, it was a, it was a stew. I don't know what makes it scouse other than the fact um, talks funny. I suppose.
1: What, I what makes have, anything uh,
0: scouse?
1: I could have done with them replacing the lamb with some dumplings for me or something. I was really hoping. Well, have I mean, have dumplings are not
0: vegetarian either. They, you know what dumplings are made of, right? Suet is beef fat. If you're eating ah, dumplings, no, they do vegetarian dumplings. I mean, that's basically just bread balls. Dough. It's just
1: bread yeah. bread ball dough stuff. That's yeah. yeah that's proper
0: dumplings it. are not vegetarian. <laughs> Hmm.
1: Never knew that. To be fair, I hate it when people tell me stuff like this. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know when the last time I've even had dumplings are, but telling me that they're not vegetarian is uh, is horrid. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me stuff's not vegetarian. It's just a curse. <laughs> okay. Okay. You don't, don't keep eating your dumplings
0: and your jelly babies <laughs> and all this other stuff. <laughs> I don't stuff. eat
1: jelly babies. I know they're not uh, they're not um, vegetarian, but no. I, someone said to me uh, that there's Rene in pesto sauce. Whatever it is the green sauce? Is that the right word? Pesto, um, and that. Mm i was gutted because my vegan sandwich that i was getting from this place that was really good it was like the best sandwich i'd had in years ended up turning out to not be vegan at all and i had to sort of tell the company i was like you know it's not not they, they didn't care they still sell it but um, i mean they're probably yeah.
0: using a vegan pesto that must exist as well if you can have veggie dumplings you must be able to have vegan pesto
1: uh, it tasted like normal pesto, though. So if 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 they can make pesto taste the same without the the non vegan stuff, then why wouldn't you? It just seems like an unnecessary ingredient. But well, I don't know. I don't know.
0: This isn't the pesto podcast. We'll deal with that <laughs> on our <laughs> pesto one. podcast. Yeah. 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 onto that one, are we now. Yeah. So. We had the we had the scouts. We also went to Forbidden Planet, which was next door. I mean, that was the best thing about yeah. um, Maggie Mae's. It was down. There. What was the? What, I forgot what the street was called. Bold Street is that what that street was called? Where they had all of the restaurants yeah, from it, all it, Bold of the street different. Is
1: what it says on the itinerary that I brought up. That's
0: oh, uh, <laughs> well remembered. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but that's uh, there was restaurants from you could basically have any cuisine from anywhere in the world from these restaurants down Bold Street and Forbidden and Planet, and I did look. lots. Oh, they had ice creams. What else do they eat in Antarctica? I mean, they don't eat ice cream. I bet <laughs> I, they do. I,
1: I looked for penguin as well, just in to give them a chance, but no. I bet no, they penguins.
0: Octopus, maybe? Uh, we'll do, when we do the best one from Antarctica, we'll, we'll figure that out. But I'd love that. We should do that next. We will do, well, maybe next. not Next? We're going to Cambridge next. <laughs> we need a cheap um, one. <laughs> this, this, series, this series has cost me a fortune. <laughs> We're doing one that's just down the road. Please you and have thank you. you your wisdom
1: teeth removed to go to Antarctica, apparently. So uh, we'll have to prep that one properly.
0: You also have to have to do your appendix out as well, I think. Wisdom really? teeth and appendix have to be taken out. Get them Basically, to any, yours, anything that could go wrong and need. Yeah. It's the same as when you go to space. You can't be an astronaut if you've got an appendix. Wow. NASA facts.
1: Yeah, okay. We know everything. we have fountains
0: of knowledge. Exactly. I, I know nothing, so this is Oh, this Now is you bridge. know those two yes. things. You can't go to Antarctica with teeth, and you can't go to space with an appendix. I'll You're welcome. We're, we're educating you. Mm. Thank um, you. But yeah, this street was really cool. I think we probably could have walked up and down this... We, we could have spent uh, a week there, walked up and down the street and had something different every day. There was so much <laughs> stuff there.
1: I did go up and down it a lot, because obviously after you'd eaten your scouse, you were like well, I've got a ticket to the Liverpool game, so I'll see you later. Off you went. And uh, I vowed I was going to find a hat and a bag. You did give me a good lecture. I would like about- to point
0: out, I mean, he didn't want to come to the football. Oh, I feel know, like I need yeah, to get that no. out there now. I, <laughs> I wasn't being like a scumbag.
1: A <laughs> no, he, I did paint him like a monster there. I apologise. I, I was doing <laughs> it on purpose, but I meant to clarify. It. Uh, he, he said to me, the football's, it was very expensive, wasn't it? And uh, I mm-hmm. said to you, well, I don't really want to go. I'm not really keen on uh, either team so i'm happy to forego it and you're like well thank god because i didn't really want to buy a ticket because of how much it was and i was like yeah, well then we were agreed so i escorted you as far as it i was cost willing to more walk.
0: than the barcelona tickets did oh wow it was mad expensive god it was the hottest day ever as well wasn't it? i said oh
1: yeah i'll walk with you for a bit and then i'll wander back and we walked consider like it was minutes. april was it
0: april uh, or early may, may 20th was it really? I thought it was much uh, much about longer ago than that. I'm trusting your itinerary if you've written. No, the I believe thing. you. I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 always right,
1: so it must be. But um, yeah, I, I wandered with you. I remember. So basically, I planned to walk with you for a bit and then i was going to go hat shopping and bag shopping and to try and find moose coffee the coffee of liverpool and just generally have an adventure of my own but i found myself straight back on that street that we'd literally just left with the scouse on it and i went in every clothes shop they had every single shop on there it was like uh we've thrifted some clothes and we've just bought this place and we're flogging all these clothes that are not even second, and they just <laughs> found them, and it was all that sort of stuff. So everyone in there was like trying to find something really sort of uh special and, and different and edgy and whatever. But none of it was suitable for someone like me. I'm, I'm walking around there thinking I'm so out of place. There's all these like young hipster people in there. It was very cool music, very cool styles. Like I just would, if you'd have come back and I'd have been dressed out of any of those shops, you'd have been like, oh, "What on earth have you done? Like, what is wrong with you? What have you done to yourself? you I was having a big him, life crisis." Imagining
0: I it's what he's wearing. Well, <laughs> You would have
1: noticed if I'd bought stuff from these shops, um, but I—it was so hot. I ended up finding an indoor place. Uh, I, I think I, I filmed a clip of myself and then deleted it. I, I don't—I I sent them all to Chris. Um, I don't think they're really going to be relevant because one of the ones I filmed was just me chatting about how I'm going to go buy a hat. But when I looked at it back, I was just drenched. I was like, I like someone had just poured a bottle of water over my head. I was so wet. So I, I went indoors. This, to-
0: this is why people need to watch the podcast as well as the actual video because as far as the main video is concerned, all you did for this five hour period was sit in a coffee shop <laughs> with everything else has been dumped I can off imagine And that. it's literally just a picture of your coffee and uh that's it. So yeah, okay, uh, all that, that stuff you've sent to Chris. I'm sure I'm sure we're seeing it all now. But now, uh, I mean I said yeah.
1: like it must have been like fifth. I mean, I said to you on the way back, oh yeah, I've been filming loads. And then when I sent it across it was like I want to say 25 seconds maybe of content (laughs) if that like I panned across the coffee shop I filmed the cup I had a couple I did have a clip of me going I'm going to go for hat shopping and then I googled hat shops and every shop I ended up going to was just like a shop that sold balaclavas I was like what a shop that sold bags but they are all sparkly bags for women and then another shop that was for teenage girls and I was just like I kept just filming the names of them being like that sells cowboy hats for Hindus. like that's not the one I want
0: I can't imagine Um, why this stuff didn't make it into the video (laughs) no well yeah you know <laughs> exactly
1: there were it was pointless but uh i ended up going you said to me going that retro shop we'd seen or whatever it's was, it was some sort of it was a vintage uh, shop yeah, yeah a big vintage. vintage shop and um i did have a wander around there i saw a hat not too dissimilar to this one except it was like third hand and uh wasn't in the right size i, I tried to put it on thought this is grim it was too small anyway, so left it. Sorted through one of their boxes of hats until I picked one up that was literally covered in scum. Like, it was disgusting. Like, it had been found at the
0: bottom of it. I don't think I'd ever want a second-hand hat. Yeah, no. no
1: mean, well, I didn't know they were secondhand at first. I thought they were just vintages in... They're from the past, because they're, like, Someone's that style. Someone's kept them in a, in a <laughs> well, box no. for many I mean, years. Like, this, is, this is made in the... You know, because this is the what, San Diego... What, you thought they were fake
0: see. vintage?
1: Yeah, like, I thought they were retro-styled. Or, like, you know... That Sort All of
0: thing right.
1: that makes sense, so, I guess. Yeah, I just went to a retro shop. So, uh, when I was going through this box, I picked up this hat that was just literally gone. Oh, and it looked like someone had spilled a can, of, it looked like someone had spilled a can of drink in there, that someone had spilled something else in there, maybe wiped their backside in there. And I just thought, this ain't the shop for me. So, then I went to a shop down the road that had brand new hats, but they were all like 80 quid.
0: <laughs> I was just like, no,
1: I'll go on the internet. So uh, I started looking for moose coffee, but I walked around in circles for ages trying to find moose coffee. Um, you told me that it was like the Liverpool coffee and apparently there was four of them and they're in, they seem to be like a square. And every time I went towards one, I ended up in the middle again somehow. And I <laughs> uh, don't know what was going on, but I ended up settling on. Perhaps uh, I like just
0: searched for what's the hardest place to find on for, in the centre of Liverpool like and told to look something. For that. Yeah, but uh, what was the shopping centre called? Because we went to look at Liverpool that. One.
1: Yeah, we we thought that was going to be this um, impressive. Mall. We thought it was
0: going to be a shopping centre, yeah. and it's absolutely not. It's just all outside high street. It's a normal yeah. bog standard high street without. It's the high street without the street. So it's oh. it's like a big pedestrian area with loads of shops that, and it's not even it's not even the good shops. The good shops are out on the real high street. It's.
1: There was nothing special shops. there
0: that yeah. I could find. Like, there, was a, there was a cinema. I know, but
1: I mean special... Sorry, by special, I mean different. Like, the, the shops I talked about before on that Bol- uh, Bold Street were different. It was, it was a fair, fancy dress shop. It was a fancy dress shop,
0: yeah. Um, but reminds it was all me, like... It reminds me of the Lanes, what you're explaining, which is in Brighton, which is all like this quirky independent shops. Yeah, but the Lanes... Shops. Yeah, the Lanes is little independent shops, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas mm, this that's was, what you want to see Indies, definitely. This was like... I, I don't know. It, yeah, a, I mean, J, it big JD sports. Oh. Yeah. Oh, fair
1: enough, so, so I went in the big JD sports trying to find a hat in there, but the music was so loud. I left, I felt like I'm a massive old man, but uh, I left the shop because I just couldn't cope with the music. Um, <laughs> it was just awful. I couldn't believe I was like, bloody hell. Um, and then because I was feeling a little bit like, okay, this is ridiculous. That's when I found the coffee place that I I panned across. Hopefully Chris can show whatever that was called. And I did literally sit in there for four hours in the end. Um, I think I, by this point I was a little bit offended because I was walking, while I was walking to JD Sports, this man just stopped me in the street and said something. And I was, I, it was really hot. I'd been wandering around shops. I was sweating like mad. And I, I think I was just a bit like, oh, I can't like, think straight and this guy just started talking at me and i was like what and he went i said do you work out you look really buff and i just thought you little like swear word you know just sort of waved my hand at him dismissively and walked off thinking you i was i was just really annoyed <laughs> i was like, how dare <laughs> him because i just assumed he was being rude he might have been absolutely oh, yeah, he, 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 polite no. he was definitely being rude how thick were his glasses <laughs> he was really young. He was weirdly he was, wearing, he was young, a young guy, but he had like a young guy white stick. He, no, he had a top with a hole in the middle of it, which I thought was really odd. It was like a normal top, but the the middle of it had been taken out, so it was showing a little bit of his chest. And I was like, is that the the style these days? I
0: don't know. Yes, but, that is the style. Yeah, you should I'll, get one. I'll yes. cut a hole no, here, shall no, I? Like.
1: I don't think it was like a heart shape, but it might as well have been. It was like almost a sort of heart shape. Anyway, he was he, he said that, and I just walked away thinking, "You absolute swine." A Friend of mine told me apparently people in the north are like that to fat people they just rip the heck out of them in the street uh, so i was like message them going, this guy just said this to me what you why did this have is to why do that? i don't I was, go to
0: the north i yeah. can't cope with this
1: and she just said yeah they do that to fat people all the time up here and I, I mean i thought a how dare you but then i was like B, <laughs> no you're right um so i went to this coffee place just kind of licking my wounds then i was like i've, I've failed to find the hat even though i discovered the san diego uh, padres and i just thought that's the hat for me i'll figure that out um i said yeah, big Padres yeah, fan. Padres fans. Massive Padres now. fan. weeks now. Yep. And um, the coffee place was great, though. It had like, this massive upstairs lounge that I just I sat on a sofa for a bit, you know, chilling out. There's loads of people in there tapping away doing work, which on a Saturday, I don't know what, you know, writing stuff, whatever. Uh, it's very chilled. The coffee was amazing. They brew it in there. They roast it in there. Whatever. I don't really know what that means. Like, they're getting the beans in, then cooking them. I don't know. But uh, it was all roasted in Liverpool, made in Liverpool. Rah, rah, rah. It was absolutely great. Uh, I like being at places and discovering something that, I've not had before that tasted that good. It tastes annoyingly. It tasted really good, like the one in Barcelona. But I, since we've been there, I'm now no longer allowed to drink coffee, and I'm gutted because now I know that there's two types of coffee I really like, and I can't have it anymore, which sucks. So, yeah, that was my. What was it? It was six hours in the end, I think, in total. Two yeah, hours, Yeah, I, I was headed sitting. off
0: down to Anfield at like one o'clock, I think, and it was it was probably about six o'clock that we checked into the hotel. So it was about a good five hours. I mean, it was. I mean, you didn't... I don't, I don't even know if we talked about this um, after we met up again afterwards, but a good hour and a half of my time at Anfield was panicking that I wasn't going to be able to get in because the oh, guy yeah, no, that I was meeting say, up for the tickets... Just didn't come. Uh, yeah, I mean, he did eventually. And it, obviously, to him it was no big deal. He just turned up at like 20 to 3. Yeah, kick off. That's fine. <laughs> I, I got there at quarter past one, wandered around outside, filmed a bit of B-roll... Went around the club shop, which was awesome. It was a really cool club shop. It was launch day for the new kit. They had loads of memorabilia stuff upstairs at the club shop as well. It was a big one in the same style as the one that I'd seen at Spurs and Barcelona. Uh, not a poxy little one like I had to go to in Switzerland or in Preston. It was a good club shop. Uh, but I was done well before two o'clock. And it was a hot, sunny day. And I was just baking in the sun. I'd, not, I'd just got back from Tenerife and I got more sunburn in Liverpool waiting to go into Anfield <laughs> than I did
1: in two weeks in Tenerife I was very sunburned as well um, it took me uh, it took me a good two weeks to recover from the sunburn from that I think I had like proper oh should have got a hat yeah I tried <laughs> I tried I mean I went indoors a lot I was like jumping from shadow to shadow at one point like a vampire man um, I was so out of it that it wasn't until I watched something you sent back there was a guy playing music no, we stopped to see a guy playing music in the street with Muppets didn't we we did I walked past that like three times and didn't even realise there were Muppets there until I saw it with you. I, like, I, I, I was like, what on earth? How out of it was I? Like, it was around there that the guy was rude to me and I had I decided to go hide in the coffee place because I was just out of it. But when I saw him with the puppets, I was like, I really didn't process that yesterday. <laughs> like, it was just completely past He might be by. the
0: best thing from Liverpool though because he was awesome. He was a street performer. And I have got a clip, so I don't know if I've given it to Chris, but I'll get it to him now oh, yeah, so yeah. you can see I'd, it. It's absolutely. um He's a street performer who is, uh, he's got a load of puppets next to him that are singing and playing instruments on their own. And, uh, I mean, I am a man who owns several puppets and mine aren't that well behaved. So you could start a band, though. I, I mean, I've tried, they're unruly, my puppets, but I would love to get to the point in my puppetry career where I could basically form a band was, with my puppets.
1: I once went to a, an event in, I think it was Austria, uh, with work, and they had a, a puppet rock band that was up there at the front, you know, just all rocking out on guitars. It was really surreal, <laughs> but I like it was good. It was very, good. It it sounds was very awesome. cool. I stood at the front, just listened to them sing songs. It was, yeah, impressive. So you could get to that level. There's obviously a market there.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so, just ticking a couple of bits off. Uh, the football, if you want to know about that, there's a Match Day vlog on the main channel. Go watch that. not going to dwell on that too much here. They are as loud as people make out they are. Bearing in mind, it was a 1-1 draw against Aston Villa. They were still proper loud. It was Roberto Firmino and James Milner's last games for the club. They got big standing ovations and stuff as well. They were chanting the Bobby Firmino song throughout the second half. And he scored the equaliser as well. And the... The build-up to that moment, it was it was a really great football moment. Even though it was a one-one draw, but because they'd been adoringly singing his name for two hours, and everyone knew it was his last game, and then he came off the bench like twenty minutes to go, and then scored the equaliser. There are a few times I have heard the roof go off a place the way it did when he scored oh my word it was i'm getting goosebumpy now remembering (laughs) how mental it got and i'm not a liverpool fan it was it was impressive Um, i don't think the camera did justice to how loud it was because i mean it could only go so loud yeah (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it sounded incredible in there, and I was, it's one of the few times I've been jealous. Watching, put it that way. Mm. I, it was I, I louder than anything there. at Barcelona. It was louder than those crazy ultras that were in Switzerland. It was. It was. I mean, the only comparable moment I've got, which is on a completely different level, anyway. Well, but course. Sheepdog was there with me. Was. <laughs> was <laughs> Old Trafford when Posh won the playoffs and we, had, Calabont, then. and we had and we had that seven minutes of absolute nonsense where we were falling over each other and but that was yeah. because we were all so into it because it was our team we were
1: convinced you were going to get battered it was <laughs> you, know, you were going there we went all the way out to Old Trafford for this game Huddersfield had bought out the entire stadium and put like t-shirts on every seat and put flyers flags and all sorts and Peterborough had basically gone like with one flag going yeah and, and so we just assumed we were going to get spanked and then we won mm-hmm. 3-0 like it was ridiculous it was so good um yeah but that,
0: that meant so much whereas yeah. this was a 1-1 draw against Aston Villa yeah, and they those moments were comparable it. so oh yeah Liverpool is a pretty special atmosphere
1: I'm glad to hear that because it's one of those things that I I think I said to you beforehand it's something that I wanted to know whether it was true or a myth because I've only ever heard like Sky or Jamie Carragher could say it and you're like are you just being friendly to the clubs you like or are you legitimately I'm not trying to say that I thought they were lying but I wanted to know I said to you "You know, is this a legitimate thing you'll you'll tell me the, the truth on it sort of thing and uh, so it's good to know because no, I, I say, get
0: why uh, I, I I get why on the Arsenal documentary they were they were blasting you'll never walk alone out in training just to try and <laughs> make the players like Understand, neutral to it because yeah, yeah it was that's still was, mental I'm sorry I, I Oh, yeah, it's absolutely mental. <laughs> but I get why it was treated differently to going anywhere else because yeah. I've never been anywhere. I've been to—I mean, we counted up on stream. I've been to like forty-five different football wow. stadiums now, and none of them compared to the atmosphere that Liverpool were able to generate in a boring one-one draw when they didn't—they ended up not qualifying for the Champions League that day, <laughs> and <laughs> it was still an incredible atmosphere. So. Um, Big thumbs up to that. We're not making that the best thing from Liverpool because not having it. Um, and also we already did it with Barcelona and we can't yeah, make it the football team every it, time. Yeah. Uh, but we eventually did meet up with Sheepdog again. We got set up in the hotel. There is a video about the hotel on the on the channel as well because it was a hotel that thinks it's a cruise ship, which is still mental. And it was bizarre, I, wasn't it? Like- it? It was, it was absolutely... It was a mad hotel, and I still can't believe how much I paid for it. Which it was nearly as much as the tickets for the for the <laughs> Liverpool match. And it was bearing in mind there was there was four weekends in May, two of them were bank holidays, one of them was Eurovision in Liverpool, and we went on the fourth one, and it was still the most expensive hotel I've stayed in this year. It was
1: ridiculous. Gee. Did you pick it, or did the like? Because I know really no, I, ones picked, I picked tours. it,
0: and it wasn't. It wasn't more expensive than other options. It ah, wasn't right. that. It wasn't that I saw a gimmick hotel and thought, "Yeah, I to I don't care the price. I'm booking this." It was. They're all like, I think it was like two hundred and something odd pounds for the night. They're all that kind of range.
1: I assume you do do the gimmick. gimmick. One. Uh, I assume you do. Yeah. I don't understand why it was so expensive. It's more than Bad. London, wasn't
0: it? Um, yeah. That's what I mean, more than London, more than, on a per-night basis, more than I paid to go to Tenerife, more Jeez. than Barcelona, more than Turin, more than more than Geneva. Switzerland is a ridiculously expensive mm, country. The money. Geneva is a crazy expensive city within a crazy expensive country, and we stayed in a nice hotel in Switzerland, much better than this one in Liverpool, and even that was cheaper. I don't understand. Probably, uh, but- yeah.
1: I mean, and the beds were very thin, and uh, I mean, it was an, it was a fine hotel, but the beds were well, very We had a lovely view with it. a roof, didn't we, from our yeah. window as well. Which <laughs> was the nice. beds were like narrow, and if you leant sideways, you rolled.
0: <laughs> carry yeah. on going. Oh, lovely.
1: Um, Did you fall out at one point? Am I imagining imagine. Yeah, a that? little bit. Yeah, not <laughs> not
0: all the way, but a little bit. Mm. Um, and then we went out to the Albert Dock and the waterfront because we, the world. We, we, yeah, we were led to believe this is the place to go for dinner and nightlife and. Not wanting to get too ahead of myself, uh-huh. I think we went to the wrong place because yeah, there wasn't many express. places to eat. Yeah, we had a <laughs> pizza express after not really being able to find anything else. Mm. There was cool stuff there. We had our pictures taken with the Beatles statues. We walked along the waterfront, saw the ferries, and and there was uh, saw where the cruise ships dock, and we saw a massive earth that was just sat in the dock for an art installation. Um, There was a few
1: things like that, weren't there? There was a big stack of uh, rainbow blocks or something, yeah, like a
0: rainbow Stonehenge.
1: Yeah, I kept thinking that looks like I could just push that over. I was, I think it was
0: polystyrene. I don't think it was rock. Yeah, you 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 just
1: think to yourself, if I went and pushed that now, that'd be gone. And then you're like, I don't Mm want to do it. I got, I got to stay away from it because I just find myself going, oh no. Uh,
0: (laughs) But it. it was a nice area. But I mean, for actual. Well, so stuff on our plan. to do. restaurants and bars and stuff. I would say there was more at the waterfront in Lincoln than yeah. the one in Liverpool. It's really? ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I didn't plan on doing this when I got it up, but I can read on your itinerary that you planned to like film it with the drone and yeah. walk around it and have seafood. And you were saying I was probably going to have to make do while you had seafood from the. F- yeah, and, because and it wasn't this that. is
0: what my research yeah. was telling yeah. me was there, and it just it wasn't. wasn't.
1: That. No. There was uh, there was cafes there that weren't open at this point because it was nighttime. There were restaurants that... Well, there was a lot of bars, wasn't there? So we read a few menus where it wasn't yeah. clear whether they were like super expensive, snazzy bars. And we just thought, mm, loud music's pumping out of it. It's going doof, doof, doof. And there's people all dressed up for the night and we're there in sort of T-shirts and jeans. Uh, but we're never going to go out to a Best Ring From thing and go to a bar where you spend £400 on a meal, are we? You know, it's not the kind no. of uh, scene that you want to go to. We were trying to find a, a place that did something special or whatever but we we ended up in pizza express uh which was fine the lady there was lovely she she uh I think she thought we were two old men married couple on a date uh, because Kev kept chastising me for taking too long with the orders and she just was giggling her head off because uh, she'd come over like what do you want and I'd be like oh I've, I haven't read the drinks bit I've been looking at the meals and then when she came in for the meals I was like I have no idea because I spent too long and he just kept laying it at me in a just sort of jokey way and oh, she was enjoying that I think she it was very entertained by our back and forth but it occurred to me midway through that she definitely thought he was my husband and <laughs> that was the Reason we were getting those sympathy uh, laughs and everything.
0: I mean, we did keep holding hands as well. To keep oh yeah, warm. no, we did.
1: We definitely did. But um no, it, I mean, as far as Pizza Expresses go, it was a, it was a fine one. We ate outside. There was a, there was a we're hairdo. not
0: reviewing the Pizza Express. There, Move there was Hindu in there. Did you not notice that? That's
1: something no, I've never seen. I was before. so
0: hungry I could barely see. I, want, I thought it
1: was noteworthy that somehow this was enough of a Pizza Express <laughs> highlight place that people booked... They went there to make pizzas on their handy. They were dressed wow. in... There was a big wheel right and,
0: next to it as well. Yeah. I, I set up a camera for a time-lapse while this was going on. I I'll do a time-lapse of the sun going down and the big wheel and everything. It was on the 360 camera... It was absolute bobbins. The sun never went down. The the wheel never moved. It's basically a side-on view, quite zoomed out of me and him eating pizzas. It was... I'm putting that in. It didn't make it into the main video. It was supposed to... In my head at the time, it was, this will be a perfect transition from day one to day two. We'll have the sun setting while we're eating pizzas, the wheel turning nicely and it just... It, yeah, sometimes shots don't work out and this one definitely didn't work as as we ate out. To too, me, too quick or it was that? Now. I think it was just because I didn't put the camera where my eyes were and from where my eyes were, it looked great. From where <laughs> I put the camera... He did. You just <laughs> stick it on the
1: front of your hat, just have a little camera. Yeah. There
0: that's... I should have just, yeah, I don't know. I was just hungry and rushed and it's just a bad shot. So yeah, we didn't have a pretty <sighs> transition to take us from day one to day two, but um, we did head back to the hotel relatively early uh, because we had an early start the next day. We had a lot booked for the next day. Sunday was Beatles Day. We Ooh, had yeah, that was good. the um we had the Beatles Story Museum, which was back at the Albert Dock again. We had that booked for 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. We had the magical mystery tour booked. We knew we were gonna head to the Cavern Club. It was full on Beatles. So the Beatles Story we went to first up on Sunday morning. Um, we were in there a good hour or so. This is where I bought my ukulele. There was so much in there that we actually took the bulk of this out of the best thing from video. And there'll be a separate Beatles story video that will either already be out on the channel or will be coming out on the channel soon because we just filmed so much in there that there was no way to condense it down properly into and do it justice in the video because there was so much in there.
1: Can I uh, – I want to admit at this point that – I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Beatles fan in that I know loads of the songs. I went through various phases in life where I listened to them for weeks on end and I had Beatles rock band, you know, really into it but i really in, a, in my heart of hearts was a bit like this is gonna be cringe we are gonna walk into this museum and i'm gonna think okay like i'm not i'm liking it too i once went to a bon jovi concert and everyone there was super into it and i was just like eh. <laughs> and i felt like it was gonna be like that i felt like everyone there was gonna be like a beetle maniac and i was gonna be this fish out of water that felt awkward and then and, and I kept telling Kev how naughty I was going to be in there. Like, you know, I'm going to, I did misbehave a little bit, but yeah, I was, was just like, this is going to be the reverse kind of museum where I'm going to be the one who's who's getting us. But actually, when I went in, I really enjoyed it. It was great. And I, I went, you know, every part of it was fantastic. And I'd recommend it, definitely. Like, it's not for fanatics. Mm. It and, and was absolutely high-hards. chock
0: full of American tourists at 9am yeah. on a Sunday morning. Yeah. It was me, sheepdog, and loads of American An tourists. on America en masse. Yeah, the whole of America <laughs> <Yeah>. was there <laughs> at 9am on a Sunday. Ooh, uh, but lovely. it was um, it was just really cool. We got to see. Uh, we got to go on the yellow submarine and play with all the dials. You I sunk
1: it, didn't you? Yeah. I did. I mean, there was a
0: bit that I don't think we were supposed to open. That I don't think was part of the exhibit. Going, where like, I just twist, basically, twist, basically twist, opened twist. up the fuse box. Yeah, and... it just yanks
1: open. I was like, "Kev, that was a key box, and you've just broken oh, the yeah. whole." It, it was
0: next to all the knobs we were supposed oh, to twiddle. So
1: funny watching him do that and then just go. Krurk, krurk. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, they had the Magical Mystery Tour bus in there. They had a little mock-up of Abbey Road in there. They had the uh, the white room and piano that um, the Imagine video was filmed in. In
1: hindsight, they definitely glazed over the amount of drugs these fellas took. Like <laughs> There was one
0: room that was basically a drug trip. Yeah, it was yeah. just wavy... Like, there was like no mention
1: bullet. like oh yeah this was their era when they discovered this drug and that drug and you know
0: it, I kept I mean, thinking that's that- probably not the theme they want to push no. in this family tourist no, attraction no you know
1: but it's one of those things where you think that Oh, they just—they just definitely went to places, and did things. I think it, I
0: think it's implied when it comes to yeah. when it, that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: I mean it was definitely. I mean yeah, if you knew, you knew, and you could see it. Uh, <laughs> one thing we didn't mention on our IM was that the guys. So when you give them your your tickets and that, they said, "Oh, you know." would you like one of these things you put on your ears and you listen to this? It wasn't a tape recorder. It was like a machine, a bit like, uh, when you go to- It was an audio guide tour Yeah, that's an audio guide. I couldn't think of the words. Um, And we both just went like, no, I'm all right, thanks. And the guy was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Mm. It's part of the tour. And we're like, no, we're all right. We'll be fine. Um, But you could read the stuff on your walk around, couldn't you? It was
0: was fine. Uh, It did mean we kept overtaking the people who'd got in before us. Bear in mind, we were there dead on nine o'clock. It opened at nine o'clock. There were so many people. Every time we raced past someone else to another section, yeah, there were people, there were people there. in the section in front of us. So I don't know what time they really opened. These American tourists are very keen and were clearly mm-hmm. queuing up outside from like eight o'clock. But uh, yeah, I don't think we needed the audio tour thing. I think we were fine no, about I, it. I, don't and I, I didn't want to wear to their <laughs> skanky old headphones. Yeah. Same as the second-hand hat. I don't want Absolutely. second-hand headphones either. No. But uh, so, yeah. no,
1: I feel like we learned a lot. So from that and from the tour... It, it, I, I still can't get my head around how normal it all seemed. Oh yeah, we just, you know, I I already know like from t- from having friends who did bands that you just do a band, you go to a local pub, you play there for a bit and then you try and get bigger and bigger. Yeah. And that was their story. And it was like, oh yeah, here's the place they played for a bit. Oh, here's the people they were friends with that they met. And I'm there thinking like, well, I just thought there'd be something like, oh, and then here's the bit where the gazillionaire just popped up and went, oh, here's a load of, you know, or they won the lottery or whatever. But no, it was just like, oh yeah, no, no it just, they kept going. It was all a very normal, down to earth, completely, yeah, feasible realistic normal story and you're like we've wow we've been
0: banging this podcast drum for longer than they were banging the band drum <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but even that like they talked about how they just met in like a a hall like paul mccartney and, and john lennon met in a hall while john lennon was doing stuff with his band and paul mccartney was just trying. it's like god you know like you just don't know do you it's weird it's it's funny how this these things occur but um yeah, it was really nice hearing all of that. And then we did... Was it straight after? Oh, no, there's more to it. I was going to go to the mystery tour, but there's more to this. You end in the shop Yeah, well, I purchased
0: this, which yeah. oh, cost Lord. me £45 on the day, and then another £40 a few days later because I was streaming, and we established it wasn't tuned. So someone told me how to download a guitar tuner app for my phone, which I downloaded on a seven-day Ooh. trial... And said, "Make sure you tell me to cancel oh. it after the trial." I didn't, so I know now how I can now tune this whenever I want for the next year because it cost me another forty pounds. Oh, I think I it's a, tuned. I have a free. I told
1: you at the time that I had a ukulele tuning app. Literally, as you were buying it, I mean, I don't know if it's still installed on my phone. It probably isn't, but literally Mine when you bought it, um, <laughs> my mum got a ukulele for Christmas a few years back, and I spent like Christmas Day tuning it on my phone. And she's played it like once, but uh, I could have literally tuned maybe it for me a and year, Your I've mum can form a band. What, like I'm a ukulele off?
0: Yeah, we'll just be the ukulele people. Top has YouTube got a banjo ukulele. as well, so he's going to take up banjo. banjo. I've bass. Yeah. You're going to get a banjo, though, to join our band. I'm not having a bass player. We're going to be a cool band that only has cool people in. So, no bass. Mm, no bass, well, no drums. Just well, you, you ukuleles, can sing you can sing banjos. Your banjo if you want. I'll learn it. Yeah, I will. Can do. I play the maracas then? I would expect nothing less from you. And then we'll then there'll be a, a bus tour around our houses yeah, I want about to... our, where we wrote all our really good ukulele and banjo songs. <laughs> oh,
1: God. I want him to stand outside my childhood home and be like, he sat up there writing maracas, <laughs> solos.
0: <laughs> we did... Um, we did have. Oh, there was another thing that I bought from the shop as well. Which,
1: did you cure Anna's dyslexia with those John Lennon glasses? Like I told no, you. No, she to? won't wear them. Uh, I did buy them for her, but
0: she won't wear them.
1: That's a fiver wasted. <laughs>
0: Damn. Um, I also. No, oh, I got some stickers. They're on the floor. I got a patch for a hat. I can't find it now. I've lost it. I got a patch like this patch. I <laughs> uh, no, it was a Spider Man one. No, it was an Apple Records one, and Anna's going to sew it onto my hat for me, but I've now lost it. So. Brilliant. I'm tired of my office tomorrow. It'll turn up. Next podcast, I'll be wearing my Apple Records hat. But we did have a moment of panic when we left the uh, museum because we had the magical mystery tour next, which is a two hour bus tour. And I realized I hadn't taken any travel sickness tablets and I do suffer a smidgen with travel sickness. Um, and it was 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. The local boots didn't open till 11. And we thought, and that was when our tour left, and we thought that we were going to have to go on the Magical Mystery Tour for two hours, sat next to each other on a rammed full bus with me vomiting all over Sheepdog Mm, constantly. Luckily, we found some travel Sickness pills in my glove box, which I don't know how long they'd been there, but they did the trick. they're probably out of date. (laughs) Yeah, they did the trick. The placebo effect was strong with them. Um, (laughs) So we popped a couple of them and uh, went and sat and just... We just sat around and had a coffee and waited, didn't we? We realised we didn't need to be in the museum quite as early as we were. We just hung around in the Albert Dock again for an area that we said there's nothing to do. We spent a lot of time just hanging (laughs) out in the Albert Dock. (laughs) Um, But then we got on the Magical Mystery Tour, which is the actual... I mean, the bus is, as you would imagine, painted exactly how it should be painted for the Magical Mystery Tour bus. And this tour was fantastic. I so fun. I didn't have particularly high hopes for the tour. I thought we've got to do it because of what it's called. Mm-hmm. We can't go there and not do it. But how good can a bus tour be? And uh, the guy who was the tour guide, I, I can't remember his name. He told us his name. We had to find him on Instagram. He was so good. It, it was, was such a good tour. Outrageously
1: knowledgeable, really yeah. good at joking. Really. Good. I mean, he's obviously done it a lot, very experienced um he said himself getting paid to just tell people about the Beatles all day. It's a dream job for him. It was, oh yeah, he was, he really, because he, Again, I just thought it was going to be cringe. Even though I'd enjoyed the museum, I just thought this is this is where it's going to get really bad because only the diehards are going to be on this bus. And I'm just when they ask who's your favourite Beatles? if I wasn't putting my hand up for no, any of that. I do not put my know, not we're probably the only ones who didn't go go on and pick one. We
0: weren't the, we were the ones who weren't the American tourists. Again, yeah. we were the only English people on the bus. I think
1: I do feel bad that I pretty much did Ringo dirty by not putting my hand up. I, I've always loved Ringo from Thomas the Tank Engine and uh, just his voice in general with his general attitude i think he's a brilliant man and mm-hmm. when no one put their hand up or maybe like one or two he was like because it, 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 it started with ringo street and stuff didn't it so it was like he, yeah. he, he asked it then because he knew no one was going to do it and it was his speech was about oh it's a real shame that no one likes him because and i'm sat there thinking i've, I've betrayed him this is <laughs> this is how jesus christ felt before he was before, exactly when he, was betrayed. How he felt yes yeah um Done him dirty, Ringo. If you're listening, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we went past Ringo's uh, childhood home, which had a massive mural painted on it. Uh, We went to Penny Lane and got to have our pictures taken with a Penny Lane sign. uh, One covered in graffiti, one not. Um, with the graffiti yeah. on it, I I, 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 Again, this is one of those things where I'm making up the memory. One of us nudged the other one and said, "Are they real signatures?" And uh, I don't remember which one nudged. The, and the one who got nudged was like, "No, of course they're not." Um, <laughs> I don't remember which way round that happened. So one of us I is an idiot, know. and I no. don't remember which one of I us was the know. idiot. I think
1: we both thought they were signatures, and then the man said it was graffiti, and they had to get rid of it or something. Because well, I that sounds
0: to- like Sheepdog nudged me, and I thought he was an idiot from the go.
1: <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure we did.
0: I'm I'm now thinking we probably. Did.
1: I remember the man announcing that they took the sign down. There was only one original sign still there. What I found funny about that was we stood at Penny Lane and got a photograph with them and all of this, and then he mentioned it was graffitied, and then he mentioned that the original Penny Lane one. Well, apparently they got stolen all the time back in the past when it was Beatlemania and everything, and there was only and it got to a point where they painted it on the wall rather than making it a sign. And then yeah. they covered that in glass, and that was the only one still left from back then.
0: And I was like, well, take us to that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that that, that man, one's please. not very good to photo, though. It's all uh, faded. I wanted a yeah. nice, clear photo to stick on Instagram.
1: It, it, we only drove past the faded one, didn't we? I don't think they yeah. took us to the the faded one. And I was a bit like, that's, that's a shame. But... um it's probably worth mentioning for Chris's benefit at this point because I, I know he's probably wondering what I was like for this trip. Uh, th- this was the main part where I hammered Pokemon Go because we were on a bus and was driving slowly to loads of landmarks. Every single landmark was a gym.
0: Let me stop you there, sheepdog. Chris, were you wondering how he was playing Pokemon Go or not? I don't think you were. No, I was being joking. I was being joking. That was a, a half
1: joke. Um, no, he, he always nut- he nudges me when, he, when there's clips he's been editing and I'm just in the background like yeah, that it's plot- all um, but i tried hard on this one to not be like that and then we were on a coach where i was like god When i look into the distance there every gym was yellow for some reason i would have expected them to be red but uh yeah just every, i knew where the stuff we were going to stop at was because it was always going to be a landmark so it's quite handy to follow that but like john lennon's home um uh, what's his name's home? everywhere everyone's homes and places what's and so forth. His name? Uh, Paul McCartney. I was trying to say, yeah. But yeah, I was they're just. They're all my brain quite was famous to me. <laughs> I kept wanting to. I was trying to say Paul McCartney, but m first and i was getting confused and um, but i had stopped on my phone for ages i've been like i don't want to send them to him i don't want to waste them on someone who's not going to appreciate that this is paul mccartney's childhood home but uh, standing outside his front garden was was interesting and stuff like that wasn't it, it was, i mean you uh, tried to break
0: into his house everyone was, else yeah, was standing back behind the fence the yeah. sheepdog went right up to the gate and tried to get in.
1: well i didn't go up to the gate to try and get in what i did was i thought to myself there's a massive gap there that no one's standing in where you can yeah, see more gate, of the garden the
0: gap in the hedge where yeah, the gate yeah, is yeah
1: but there was like a big like you could have fitted three or four people in that gap to be closer to the house. So while I was standing in that gap, having a good look through all the stuff that you could see, I thought to myself, this is mad. He was telling us a story about how Paul McCartney would like get ready upstairs, come down, uh, you know, open the gate and go off down the road. And I thought, Paul McCartney's touched this gate. I was like, right, I'm moving the gate thinking, right, I've done Paul McCartney's gate now. I'm walking up the road that he's telling us Paul McCartney's walked up to the bus stop that our bus was parked at and I'm getting on a bus. I've basically just done a route that Paul McCartney has walked in did. his life.
0: You did the, uh, whatever the song is, My yeah, Mind's thinking, Gone Blank. Yeah, yeah. same here. Um, Woke up, got out of bed, yeah. that, that song, complete, basically, yeah. yeah, that's the street that he walked down. But that's what and I was thinking. About it? I wondered to myself,
1: how's nobody else like, even remotely thought, there's the gate. I'll t- you know,
0: I mean, it's probably a different gate. It was 50 years ago.
1: I refuse to accept it as a different
0: gate. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also went to Strawberry Field. We got our, our pictures taken at Strawberry Field as well. Sure, I was and- convinced it was a
1: cemetery. Someone told me that was a cemetery years ago, and then it turned out to be an orphanage, which I'm like, yeah. okay. it's completely different. Um, we we passed Ele- Eleanor Rigby's grave, which we found out. We did. They didn't know there was a grave there with her name on it. That was a weird story. They said that Paul McCartney... has got to be
0: nonsense, doesn't it? It's got to be in the head somewhere. Well, they said Paul McCartney wrote it.
1: it. Um, everyone was like, Rigby's grave is like opposite where you met John Lennon. It's like four rows back. And they said, don't go in there. You can't go in there on the tour, blah, blah, blah. But... Paul McCartney apparently swears he did not know this grave was there. He'd never he'd met them. He never knew the family. He never went in the graveyard or anything like that. And it's like that's just bizarre. Like you say, it must be. He thinks he must have just been aware of it, or it might be that he saw a, an article in the paper that just one day and he's forgotten. He saw that might be where the story started. You know, he might just read the, the start of a obituary and whatever. But it was just uncanny that it's literally opposite the building they met in, and he. He's adamant, he's never been there, he's never seen it, he had no relation to her with the song. But even describes her apparently accurately in the song they were saying, which I just felt I don't know, when they were explaining that, like you said just then, I was like, I can't be real, but it sounds <laughs> bad. Um I, I enjoyed Man that Man took too that. many
0: drugs. He's <laughs> <laughs> just forgotten. <laughs> he probably used to go mind. out with yeah. her. <laughs> She's probably.
1: his ex. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Rigby Um, family are all like, we've got all these photos of you and
0: her together. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And then after the Magical Mystery Tour, it was run by the people, the tour was run by the people who also run the Cavern Club. So it drops you off right near the Cavern Club and we got free entry to the Cavern Club as part of our Magical Mystery Tour tickets as well. So we headed round the corner to where the Cavern Club is and this whole street is like, and I've got to stop comparing places to Disneyland because I did it with Barcelona (laughs) as well, but this street was Beatles Disneyland because (laughs) we had... Um, the Cavern Club, no, the Cavern Pub, the Cavern Club restaurant and the Cavern Club, plus loads of statues of like Cilla Black and various Beatles, a wall of fame of all the bands that have played down in these pubs down this that street. That was cool to see. Beatles gift shops and things. It was like you'd walk down this little side alley and it was just all Beatles everywhere. culminating in the Cavern Club, which is like, eight flights of stairs underground. And then but when you get down there, it's both massive and very, very loud. So we weren't able to use much of or any of the audio from this in the video because it's just constant Beatles music playing. There was two or three live performers down there doing Beatles set lists. Where they weren't, there
1: was a... Yeah. Were they doing set lists I, I, there was a guy that was setting up and I thought he was just I thought it was just a sound man and then he started doing a set. <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. Um but then there was a lady that was singing like monkeys songs and stuff like that. She didn't sing any Beatles. She but... did
0: she did a couple of Beatles ones yeah. and then did a couple of others as well, I think, that were era. So I was gonna era. ask
1: you um whether do you think they're all part of the tour that they're there? Because I was thinking to myself, why are they, they're here Sunday morning, they're doing gigs in there. I imagine it's just um, because
0: it's always busy. So I imagine they just always keep their stages booked. But
1: it's such a prestigious place to do a show. Is that was where I was going to go with this thought, that if you can get booked in there, even on a 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning, you're going to go yeah, and you're you're going going to to sing and do, you're going to go
0: and play the Cavern Club. If yeah. that's me, do, do you want to do a couple of numbers, Kev? Yeah, no, whatever, yeah. I Where's you, my ukulele? You know, get yeah. I'll get up on yeah, stage, you know, early, sorry. Cavern Club.
1: I did say at the time get it out we'll go up there we'll I'll sing, you play and uh, we'll we'll be sorted but uh, there were so many famous bands who played their early days and and pictures queen. of them yeah
0: queen were there queen played there um but there was just loads of yeah loads of memorabilia from different pan- bands who've played there um it was just very very cool much bigger than i expected it to be mm. it was it was like another beatles museum but just yeah, underground it was, and With a bar <laughs> in it where Sheepdog managed to drink his local beer that he always has to do oh, on yeah, these trips. Which is very nice. Um I had a local Diet Coke, which I always like to do as well. And um, there was another gift shop down there. Um, I I have actually cleared my desk, so I don't have my cavern club mug to show you, but I've got a cavern club mug. I bought so much Beatles Tat on this weekend. I love it. Um but yeah, it was just We basically went from 9am getting to the Beatles story through till getting on for 3pm when we left the Cavern Club of just like a five or six hour period of just Beatles stuff. And I, I mean, I loved the Beatles as a kid. When we were in the shop in the Beatles story, I was looking for, they had all the CDs in there. I was like, I think I had all of these at one point or another. I just, when I was a teenager, I just went, Absolutely balls deep on the Beatles, and just it, it was, learn everything. It was
1: nice hearing you, to be fair, because you that that showed while we were in there. Because like I've obviously known Kev a long time, but he was talking. He'd be like, "Oh, you know, uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds comes on." And you're like, "Oh, this is if this song didn't exist, it wouldn't be my daughter's name." And you were talking oh, through exactly. just giving me all these little snippets, and I'm like, "Wow, okay." Like I did know you liked them because we've listened to them in the past at your house or whatever. But it was just like, okay, this is a big part of Kev's sort of past mm. music, and yeah, it was just interesting hearing you just you were actually just reminiscing about things as you wandered around and it was like oh, okay this is cool uh, we should have had the camera on all of that it could have had like a, a tour <laughs> piece it together kev just reminisced about stuff but yeah it was just old nice man talks about
0: past what a yeah, video that exactly. would be
1: well no just for you it'd be, it'd be good but uh no i i, I did I,
0: try and find some they had loads of t-shirts with uh, different song names on and i wanted a good lucy in the sky diamonds one to give to my daughter lucy because she knows that's why that's her name um it's the kind of the one Beatles song that she was aware of from when she was very small, because she knew that was where her name came from. Um, but they didn't really have anything. They didn't have any Lucy and the Sky with Diamonds memorabilia, merch, or anything at all. So she got nothing. <laughs> she deserved strange, nothing. Though, they, yeah. thought they'd have that much available, but yeah. Exactly. They should have known I was coming. Um, and then once we were done with all the Beatles stuff, which was fantastic, I mean, not getting too ahead of myself, and we don't officially decide the best thing from a place, these days we let you decide in the comments but I mean it was absolutely the highlight of the weekend for me the Beatles stuff loved every minute of it um but we used a lot of our Sunday on it we probably spent more time doing this than I anticipated that we would so we actually had to bin off the whole Baltic quarter the Baltic market where we were supposed to go for lunch I mean we weren't ready we weren't done with the Beatles stuff until mid-afternoon so we just grabbed a pret sandwich really quickly, and uh, we did actually drive out to where the Baltic Market was. Oh, right, yeah. We so tried, we then came we back and parked up somewhere else, and then it was like probably three, half three, and we still hadn't been to the cathedral, which is I did actually look it up. I fact checked. Fact checked. This it is the fifth biggest cathedral in the world. Um, it is bigger than all the other ones we've been to they as part lot of, of these trips.
1: Claims like what the second biggest Chinese uh, yeah arch we went to Chinatown the say, yeah China the second biggest
0: arch outside of China in it's their like, Chinatown so still... we walked through Chinatown to get to the cathedral. They were both massive. And I don't know uh, how people. I, I I
1: need to understand why someone's building a Chinese arch that big in Liverpool because a load what? of
0: Chinese people came to live there and then wanted to build something Chinese. Yeah, but that's what I'm. But what I'm saying is like why does that happen in that feeling uh, of home uh, yeah why, uh, why why do you it... if you moved to another country and lived in a community of loads of other people who were english you'd probably have some english stuff there I might have, if, a big, go, uh, have you uh, ever Essex been to such? Benidorm, sheepdog <laughs> uh, well no don't wrong, like,
1: you're, you're making this sound like i'm criticizing it i'm just trying to get my head around like so for example london doesn't have the biggest one or the second biggest one but i have a very big chinese population i was just like it's
0: I think it's more a a case, because we went to London not long after this trip, like mm. a week later, we were in London and walked past the arch in Chinatown in London as well. And we're like, yeah, okay, that is much smaller. But I think in London, it's because they had to fit it between buildings that were already there. Yeah, maybe. And it was kind of crammed in and fitted in where it could be. Whereas in Liverpool, it was just, yeah, let's plonk this down and then we'll build this area up around it
1: it was cool I was impressed I just wouldn't have expected to see it that was more my point it wasn't a, a complaint or a criticism It was more it's about, certainly is... not
0: something I knew about Liverpool going yeah, in that they had a exactly. massive Chinatown I was
1: just like wow okay um, and it could be to do with the amount of you know the industry that was there in the old days and that they well, talked a lot, about it's a lot of
0: yeah it's a lot of to do with the fact that the docks were there I imagine yeah, yeah. that's why they've got a large Irish community I imagine there's lots of these little communities of people who've just turned up on the boat because that's where the boat docked makes sense um, but then, yeah, we made it to the cathedral, which was massive. You don't get a lot of cathedrals that have an elevator inside them, but this one did. Um, Gift Shop didn't have any models of the cathedral for me to bring home for Andy. We had to get a cardboard model version of it, which is the best we could do. Mm. Um, so that's he's now got his cardboard version of Liverpool Cathedral next to his two uh, Barcelona cathedrals, his his Battersea power station model that we got. There's a lot of stuff that he's accumulating on top of his TV now. You're building him a little city. Yeah. <laughs> I'm visit that city what I'm what doing, and Anna pointed this out to me, and it is a terrible mistake on my part, I'm building him a list of places he now wants me to take him to. So, we'll Just yeah, let him watch the
1: channel. He'll, he'll,
0: he'll uh, watch all of our videos to death, and then... Uh, and then we'll really have to take him. So, um, everywhere yeah. we go for best thing from crime, a year later, we're we'll going to have to go again and take Andy around like, and show him all he'll the cathedrals and will find
1: them by repeating the adverts over and over again on the yeah, videos. I mean, that,
0: <laughs> that, that lift we went in in Turin, the cathedral in Barcelona, I mean, these... All these things are things that, yeah, I'm absolutely going to have to take him to go and do all this stuff. We keep going to places that he would love, and he would love this cathedral, because it was huge. It was massive. Absolutely. And there there are two there, and we only went to one of them, um, because there was one that was really big and massive, and the other one modern and that's interesting. I don't I even like, remember which flavor each one was.
1: No, I can't know. I think didn't they say there was a big scandal back in the day because a catholic had built the protestant one and a protestant had built the catholic one or something? Yeah, but, something like that. Um I feel like we went here because we parked near that Baltic market. Well, we tried to park near it, couldn't park near it. So we drove to a car park said no nah, we're not walking all the way there so then we walked much further <laughs> to the cathedral <laughs> and we were knackered by the time we got back and then you had to do a four-hour drive home or whatever it was it was yeah, uh, it was all that very surreal yeah uphill and uh, i remember going to the cathedral just thinking i am more broken than i was there the were before.
0: they had lots of electric scooters scattered around the city like they do in most major cities and The first time I nearly got one was on the way back from the football because they were similar to what we found whenever we've gone to a big city, Barcelona, wherever it might be, Spurs. um, Getting away from a football match, you cannot get public transport, you cannot get taxis. They stop the buses after the football in Liverpool. They don't put extra ones on, they stop them. To stop the football fans getting on them, taxis won't go near there. So I had to walk like a mile away from the ground to get to the point where I could get an Uber um, but they had all of these um electric scooters and uh, i went through the pro- i got the app downloaded got registered for it and everything and then i had to upload my driving license and have someone sign it off it didn't get signed off until like tuesday god so At least when you
1: go back i would
0: i would have yeah, wanted to use one then and absolutely to get from this car park to the cathedral i would have scooted again um but yeah they, it's all well and good having the scooters there but for a place that has such a large amount of tourism, which again, I didn't realise that about Liverpool. It was a very touristy place. Yeah, a of um, tourists. You've got to make the, the scooters snappier. I need to just be able to use them. When I went to Tenerife, it's like that. That's what I want. I want it like that. You say about tourism, scooter.
1: I, I don't know if I mentioned this at the time i suddenly realized possibly midway through to sunday i can't remember when exactly that i'd been there before <laughs> I was like, i've been to liverpool actually <laughs> something really random um i think we passed a we i passed a, a pub that said something like this pub has six rooms that play different music in each room and i was like i've been there i've been down this whole i've been to this whole oh come here for my mate stag oh, and i suddenly knew oh, where i was all of a sudden sad. and it was like yeah, it was sort of, uh, three o'clock in the afternoon on the Sunday, and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I completely forgot I'd been here. Um, but yeah, that was interesting to suddenly have that whole thing flash back to me all of a sudden. Uh, but no, Liverpool's great. I'd, 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 yeah, I'd recommend it. It was, going
0: uh, there. yeah, we talked about this in the car on the way home. It was a genuinely awesome city. I don't know why it gets the reputation that it's got. It was mm. a lovely city, friendly people, yeah, definitely so much me stuff to do there. Positive. As if. As a place to go for a city break, certainly within the UK, I think the only city that has topped it that I've been to is London. I, I would have put this as somewhere to just go and enjoy a weekend. This tops Manchester and Birmingham yeah, and agreed. Leeds and Sheffield and wherever. It's an awesome city. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, before you all come at me, people in Newcastle, not been there. Might be great. I hear <laughs> it's quite good. Uh, yeah, but every, I think there's places know,
1: in Scotland that are meant to be amazing as well. Um, yeah, I've never
0: been north of Leeds, York, so, maybe it's you know, meant to be good. Never heard of it, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really, really cool. Absolutely awesome time. Um, I can't believe we've got to follow this up with Cambridge and Milton Keynes, to be honest. What is happening? There is <laughs> was an alarm. Whose alarm was that? That was That's you, wasn't it? it Sound like
1: came from you. You said the word Cambridge, and it was, yeah, like, it was sounded
0: like, you. Yeah, that's probably my oh, that's my um, iPad telling me it's time to go to bed. Stop looking at the internet. <laughs> um, that's how late we're recording this. Um, but yeah, um, as I've lost my train of thought now, um, as we have the last couple of these episodes, we're not actually going to decide ourselves what the best thing from Liverpool is. I've got a very good idea what I think it was. I think you can probably work that out for yourselves. Mm, but I want I you I to use the comments section to let me know what you think the best thing from Liverpool is, either based on what you've seen Across the the videos, we've got the main video, we've got the podcast video. Or if you've been there yourself and you found something even better, let us know what it is. We might go around and do a second lap at some point if it's some really really cool stuff. Um, and then that brings us to what comes next. We've got a double header recording weekend where we're going to do two cities in one weekend because they're rubbish cities. <laughs> no, their football teams are rubbish. Cambridge is a lovely city. Shame about the football team. Milton Keynes exists. Yeah. So we're gonna be doing those two. The rich history like, of Milton yeah.
1: Keynes. Like God, we can just look, look we at all committed
0: the- to doing every city and yeah. Milton Keynes got city status. There's now nothing we can do about it. It'll, it'll be a solid so, quarter of an hour. Exactly. Let us know down in the comments section what we should be looking out for in Cambridge and Milton Keynes. They'll be the best thing thrums that come out in July and August. We're going to be recording them in the near future. We're actually going to be doing things a little bit differently as well. There's going to be more content. It's going to be a best thing from Cambridge week on the channel. That's coming up in July and a best thing from Milton Keynes week in August. And it's You're still going to get the podcast. You're still going to get the main best thing from video, but you're going to get a few other little videos in there. It's similar to what we've done with like the Beatles story video this time, but because we didn't plan to do it in advance, we haven't been able to pull quite as much out, but I think just, it's going to be quite a cool way of doing it
1: you had the idea while we were doing some of the stuff, you were like, this would make a good video on its own. It's like, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> exactly.
0: So yeah. basically what we're going to do is when we go to Cambridge, we're going to do like three or four standalone videos of the main things that we do. Then an overall video showing you the normal best thing from stuff. And then we'll sit down and do the podcast as well. So you get a full week of content and um, you can dip in and out of it as you want. And, uh, Hopefully, it'll uh, it'll be cool. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I think that wraps things up for this one. We said an hour. We've gone a little bit over. But I'll give Topher the opportunity to edit all this together now. So i've been told i've got to go to bed by my ipad and who am i to argue so yeah, i think tophan <laughs> needs
1: to sleep as well <laughs> oh, so he's
0: got work to do i've got video he's got videos due no uh, yeah, no sleep honestly, for you i'm really i'm sorry i'm, I'm no we so right mate. So
1: we're, we're basically reading a bedtime story here but Very tired. <laughs> oh god no, um, yeah, i've
0: got three videos to do in the next 72 hours so work harder so yeah, if you wanna uh, if you wanna keep up to date with these things as they're happening, the best place to do that is via our Twitters, where you can find me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. And I'm at It's Editor Chris, I think. Probably. Exactly. Yes. And we'll be back in another month or so with best thing from Cambridge and all the other content that comes with it. But for now, Thank you very much for watching. Hopefully you have enjoyed the new fancy video version of what we're doing. If you have listened to this, go find yes. it on YouTube. Have a little look. Chris has put loads of lovely stuff over the top of just us talking. It's not just us talking. Yeah. You get to see a little bit of what we're talking about while it's happening as well. So that's quite cool. But thanks for watching. Toodlepip. pip. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.